and welcome back everybody to Doctor Who, a podcast in space and time. I'm Holden B. Huffman. I'm Kendall Coffee. Oh, you faded in there. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're and fine. I'm Kendall Coffee. There we go. And today we are discussing Series 1, Episode 13, The Parting of the Ways. So I have a theory about this season of Doctor Who and the way they titled some of their episodes. You know, I think I'm thinking the same thing. I think there's a really strong thread here kind of dealing with like mm. the three little piggies and like, you know, you can see kind of the doctor symbolic as the piggy who builds the brick house and you see Rose as symbolic as the piggy that builds it's the wooden house and then um oh wait which one's the big bad wolf because this is what confused me in the episode rose is the is the big bad wolf but like symbolically you would think it would be the dalek emperor so what are your what are your thoughts on that first off it's not that <laughs> <laughs> I was I, at first I'm like dude you're just jumping in on my idea my, honestly my theory and you're taking credit for it and then you just started talking about the three little piggies I'm like oh my gosh <laughs> that probably would have been a much funnier joke to make last episode but uh, anyway yeah go go on with your theory <laughs> mm. Thanks for that. <laughs> no, my theory is um, because they weren't expecting when they wrote the episodes and everything, they weren't expecting to get a new doctor at the end of this season. Mm-hmm. Because that wasn't decided until like probably halfway through filming, just because of the disagreements with Christopher Eccleston having with the BBC and everything. So right. that was a later decided factor. So, and some of the episode titles just don't make sense. Like this one is called The Parting of the Ways, which is in reference to David Tennant being Barty Crouch Jr. in The Goblet of Fire. Right, yeah. Which didn't come out until, um, which didn't come out until later this year, but obviously he had already been cast as Barty Crouch Jr. beforehand and been filming it beforehand because these things take, a long time right yeah and specifically it's in reference to the um the penultimate chapter of um harry potter mm-hmm. and the goblet of fire when um right. barty Crouch jr is is captured mm-hmm. and uh so because last episode it didn't make sense for the last episode to be called bad wolf it just yeah it, they barely mentioned it yeah, this should have been the episode called Bad Wolf. That's one thing we talked about. Mm-hmm, because um, it was it, it was so heavily talked about. It was revealed what Bad Wolf was. And yeah, it just makes so much more sense for this episode to be called Bad Wolf. Yeah, and you, you mentioned um, while we were watching that the, the previous episode should have been called The Long Game, which... Right. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And the doctor actually used that turn of phrase in that episode. Right, because someone has been playing the long game of sitting and waiting and guiding humanity through hundreds of years. 
Yeah. And that doesn't make, and again, the episode, the long, the actual episode, the long game with Simon Pegg, that mm-hmm. title makes zero sense for that episode. It, I mean, it, it, it makes some kind of sense, I guess, but yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't seem nearly as fitting as this episode. I mean, or not this episode, but the previous episode, um, Sorry, we're doing two in a row, so it's kind of confusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're... But, um, but yeah, it, it, it would have made a lot more sense for the previous episode than this one um, mm-hmm. to call it the long game and then call the one with Simon Pegg something else. Something I don't know. Something else. I don't know. Maybe, maybe don't know the what, alien but... zit. Alien zit. Call it that. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, or Adam Mitchell sucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, just it just doesn't make sense. And I mean, like, the big like i said the biggest thing is the fact that this episode is called the parting of the ways and i'm like they wouldn't have done that if it weren't for david Tennant. yeah i mean if it was a coincidence it was a very big coincidence but i I don't think it was right like all you whovians that go into the nitty gritty interviews of like russell t davies i do for some but i've not read everything yeah, if so, you have like the deep lore on mm-hmm. whether or not this was intention intentionally a Harry Potter reference. Right. Like <laughs> no, I have I have heard I have heard that it was a Harry Potter reference. Oh, okay, so it specifically was, yeah. Yeah. That's what it, I did hear that. But I mean about everything else, about the title changes for the other episodes. Oh, okay, yeah. Because that just it just it that makes a whole lot more sense to me. Yeah, it it feels like, yeah, two. It feels like those two titles were shifted, and then this title was added, and then whatever the um, long game was called originally was just dropped. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's that's my theory on it. Yeah. No, I'm with you there. I think that makes sense. Um, yeah, this is a great episode. I think a mm-hmm. great um, season finale. Mm. definitely Um, i think as far as like doctor final episodes go this is honestly like the least the one that was kind of the least about Mm -hmm. the doctor's death um yeah because again i think that's something planned right yeah and that's something we'll talk about in the spoiler section but um Mm -hmm. yeah it, it, it did feel like um you know that was they kind of had this episode idea in mind already and then they had to like come up with um something to happen to the doctor which not to say that it feels like tacked on or rushed in any way but right um, it just it feels, it, it feels out of very place. different it, it feels very different than the other doctor finale episodes um and in some ways mm. that's not a bad thing Right. Um, I I do really like this as an episode of like kind of the doctor not really being alone, but kind of like in a way the doctor is like at the end of his rope um, is, you know, trying to, or, you know, thinking of making a very desperate choice, um, Mm -hmm. basically choosing between do I, you know, do I destroy all of humanity and the Daleks, yeah. or do or I let, do I let... Dalek, Daleks enslave and mutate the human race? Yeah, and it's 
you know, it's it's one of those po- impossible choices that mm-hmm. we see the doctor having to make many times over. Um, but I think it's done really well here. Like you can really, mm-hmm. um, like you really feel the doctor's the doctor's um, struggle, and you know, we know the doctor well enough at this point to understand like this is. Mm-hmm. This is basically the doctor reliving the time war all over again. Yeah, exactly. Um, like this isn't getting into spoiler territory because it's been mentioned that he yeah. specifically did it. Yeah, we know at this point what happened in the time war, and this is mm-hmm. this is that same choice all over again. But this time, he chooses to not do it. Yeah, the, Just to I say, love the line. No, I, I won't. I love the line in that moment when, um, you know, he's, he's about to pull the lever and, uh, the Dalek, um, the Dalek emperor says, Oh, also just sorry. Um, there's going to be a lot of external noises for this episode. So I just want to apologize for that real quick. So Um, yeah, continue. Yeah. When the, when he's about to pull the lever and the Dalek emperor says, what are you coward or killer? And, the doctor lets go of the lever and says coward any day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had those two lines written down as well. That's such a good moment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it really, it's, it's, it's parallel to the, to the solo Dalek episode. Yeah. Because like he was just about to do it. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, we really see, an arc for the doctor. And I think that's one advantage to the way new who started kind of, um, you know, kind of coming off of the time war. I thought in a way, in a way it was very, it was very clever for them to do it that way. You know, we're not just jumping into the same doctor we know because Mm -hmm. that's a doctor who really doesn't have anywhere to go as a character. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, this doctor, a post-war doctor, a post, you know, genocide doctor mm-hmm. really has, he has a story, a new story to tell, a new arc to travel along and something right. to learn. And I think we really, we really see some nice character progression with the doctor in the season. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned just a few minutes ago about um, a doc, the doctor regenerating and there not really being much of a build up to it. Yeah. Um, there's been that happened once in old in classic who mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's happened once just, just once like even worse than this because it was Colin Baker's doctor the sixth doctor his regeneration yeah. into the seventh mm-hmm. it was because there was a producer there that literally hated doctor who mm-hmm at the time like he despised the show and so he went out of his way to try to destroy the show and that's kind of a reason why the show stopped there for a while huh interesting and like like he straight up hated colin baker i could be wrong about this this is what i've seen on the internet so i don't know this is what i've read and heard though yeah so maybe take it with a grain of salt yeah take it with a grain of salt and that, like, he just straight up fired Colin Baker because he didn't like him. Huh. And, um... I mean, like, considering the drama that has existed throughout, like, Doctor Who's run, I, I honestly wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if that was true. Right. 
And because of that, Colin Baker didn't even show up to his own regeneration scene. Yeah. They had to get the seventh doctor, Sylvester McCoy, dressed up in that outfit with a wig. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's like a, uh, it's like it's like that um, gag, and it's in Avatar: The Last Airbender, but it's been in other shows where um, you have the dude who's like wearing one hat, and then he like ducks down behind the counter and puts on a different <laughs> hat and pretends to be somebody else. Yeah, no, I've been watching uh, the Sweet Life on Deck. Yeah, uh, the sequel show to Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, and there was a character like that. I remember. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's like that, but like you know, with yeah, I guess a wig. Yeah, um, um, we got more info on the time war. A little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, to all you classic Who fans, did the Dalek Emperor exist during that time period? The I design, kn- the what? design didn't feel like something from classic Who. It felt that's like what I was from- thinking. It's, it felt like something from 2004, 2005. Um, That's what I was thinking, but I mean, like, it could have had a different design at the time. Yeah, I, I don't know. I would almost think in a way, like, it probably did exist in some... Did the Doctor, did the doctor recognize the yeah, Dalek Emperor? Yeah, he said, Rose, meet the, Do- the Emperor of the Daleks. Okay, so maybe it is the classic who thing. I'm not sure. I know of this other character... That existed then. You know who I'm talking about, but we're in the non-spoiler section, so I'm not getting it. Yeah, yeah. Um, either that, or maybe that was like maybe it was someone he met during the time war. I don't know. I don't know. Um, um, a line I liked, or something, just driven mad by your own flesh. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I enjoyed the whole idea of like sort of the the daleks um they survived the time war and so they're like whoa we survived this we're immortal that must mean more yeah and almost like a dalek sort of sort of um having a god complex i thought that Mm -hmm. was interesting um it is different though yeah i i thought it was really interesting um Mm -hmm. and just like daleks being kind of created from the remains of humans and the doctor kind of pointing out that like well doesn't that kind of make you um what was the word he he was he said it was um no rose said so they're human and then the dalek emperor said that is blasphemy and then Uh, yeah the doctor said said half human yeah uh and so the doctor said since when does the daleks have a sense of blasphemy yeah, I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. And a, uh, one moment I really enjoyed, like there was the doctor's, when they went back into the TARDIS and the doctor's head was just leaning against the TARDIS doors in dismay while the whole Dalek army is yelling, exterminate, exterminate, exterminate. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked there was a scene where Jackie and Rose were talking and talking about like um, you know Rose has this like kind of crazy plan and 
mm-hmm. Jackie was like against it, but Rose was like, this was something dad would have done. Um, and they kind of have this, this fight over it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, cause Jackie, that's, that's her daughter. She like wants to protect her, but Rose like, right. you know, she, she's, she's wanting to save the doctor. And I thought it was just like really good, just really good acting from both, um, Billy Piper and uh, Camille. Who, how do you say her last name? I don't know. Koduri? Koduri? Anyway, I'm sorry, Camille, for mispronouncing your last name, but <laughs> like really good. Just really like they made you feel the emotions of that moment so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought it was just a great scene. Um, it, it was. It was a nice emotional scene and almost a character arc with Jackie. Yeah, I think of like I think he, of like I hate this man, and now she's like, he's wonderful because he did the right. Th- I usually I hate this man, but right now I love him because he brought you back home to me. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was a really, really mm-hmm. good line. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah, like also I don't know. I, uh-huh. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. We talked about it before, but yeah, I've, I've definitely like really. Um, really related to Jackie in this, in this watch through a whole lot more than in the past. Like, I think, mm-hmm. I don't know. She's a very understandable character. Even she is. if I don't, even if I don't always agree with her, mm-hmm. like I always kind of get where she's coming from. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, where's my money? Money. Money. Are you my money? <laughs> where's my money? Sorry, I, I don't to... think that was meant to be like a reference. I know it. <laughs> but I it was really it. fun. It was really funny the way he said it. It felt yeah. very similar. <laughs> it is. Uh, <laughs> also, um, the doctor sending Rose home to keep her safe. We touched on that. Uh, yeah, that was a very. I have very more to say. I have more doctor. to say. I have more to say on that in the spoiler section. Um. Also, did the doctor just have a hot? Did the doctor have the hologram of himself programmed to be able to figure out wherever Rose is standing in the TARDIS to be able to turn the head and be able to directly look at her? I mean, I guess since like, because we've kind of seen, we kind of see something similar to this later, but um, I guess like because it was recorded by the TARDIS and the TARDIS is like alive, I I, I, I would think like in okay. some way the, okay. the TARDIS like was... I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah. Like it, it, I don't think it was just a hologram. I don't, I don't think that really makes sense for something the TARDIS would record for it to just be hologram. Okay. I, I'll give you that. Um, let's see. Also uh, another, so just, an, another anime flashback scene. We did get another anime flashback scene. Um, I was going to say about the, uh, TARDIS hologram thing. I thought it was funny that we got a, uh, if you're if you're reading this, it means I'm dead. Kind of message, you know, <laughs> like right. I I don't think this was the worst example of it, but this is definitely one of my least favorite tropes in stories. Is like mm-hmm. there's always that message, like if you're reading this or if you're watching this or if you're seeing this, it means I'm dead. And it's like mm-hmm. okay, well, when did you record this? Like. Yeah. Why did you record this? Right. And like, there's one example I'm thinking of that I accept it. Avengers Endgame. 
with you'll Tony, have to remind me because with, it's been a little bit okay oh tony yeah yeah recorded, okay. re, tony recorded a message but i understand why he did it yeah i know the one you're talking about yeah that one does make sense mm-hmm. because he knew this is the avengers like we've we've had 20-ish films leading up to this moment he knows what could happen yeah he knows going in diving into this he could not make it and so he goes ahead and does this and he has the cap we know he has the capabilities of doing this so he does it <laughs> it just makes me wonder if like the doctor has one of these recorded for every single companion <laughs> <laughs> like martha if you're reading this it means i'm dead Donna, if you're if you're hearing this, it means I'm dead. Like for every companion that comes along, he just records yeah. one of these. Like first, and thing. then Donna's like, "Oh, brilliant! I'm <laughs> stuck here in somewhere." Sorry, that that's my Donna. With the hologram doctor. That's my Donna impression. And then David can't even be bothered to be here in person. And then the doc, and then even the hologram would have a reaction to that, just because he knows she'd say something like that. Sorry. Like, oi, I'm doing my best here. Sorry, little Doctor Who fanfic. <laughs> um, I love the android being used to help fight the Daleks. I thought that was such a funny moment. Uh huh. Good. Um, yeah, I just loved like the Android in general, like her design mm. was very good. I liked kind of the weird, like just the way they were, um, stylized. I thought it was very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. The Dalek on, on the other side of the, 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 uh, the window observation deck, mm-hmm. like you see it say exterminate, you can't hear it but you know exactly what it's saying. Like, and the way the lights admit from its antennas, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't really know what they are. Yeah. But yeah, the weird light things. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, know, it's like lip reading. You know what it is. <laughs> yeah. I know we've joked about um, women catching on fire for the doctor in the past but like there's quite a bit of women dying for the doctor in this episode also jack is dead i can't believe jack dies in this one (laughs) Um, for for those of you who don't listen to our spoiler section that joke's gonna make no sense you'll get that joke eventually yeah maybe if you ever go back and re-listen to our nonsense Right. I don't um, know why you would, but I don't know why you would. No. <laughs> um also like this this episode is a good example of I think we might have talked about it in the Dalek episode, but like when you have one Dalek, they're really dangerous. When you have yep. many Daleks, they just like are they can't shoot anything, they can't hit anything, they're just like mm-hmm. not a threat at all. <laughs> except yeah. for as a force and I think like this episode's bad for it, but I think Doctor Who gets worse and worse as we oh, get they, for they it. They really do. Um, but yeah, I thought that was like the Daleks. Sorry, go ahead. There was one moment where um, the do- one of the dogs uh-huh. had like a really easy shot. It was the just, one like, that got missed it. It's the one that got absorbed into the TARDIS with Rose. Yeah, like you're right there. Yeah, how do you miss that? Right. 
Um, I also just love the TARDIS materializing around Rose. Mm. I, I always love oh, yeah. when the show does that. Yeah, I do anytime the, anytime the TARDIS materializes around someone is mm. I, it's just very good. There was an episode in the recent season of Doctor Who. We we were both watching it together for the very first time, yeah. and we like we were thinking why don't you do that why don't you do that like why don't you do that if they don't do that this episode is dead to me i was gonna be so mad if yeah. the doctor did not materialize materialize around this person who was like going to their death right we were we were just both ranting like if they don't do it they we were did yelling it at the they, screen. they did it they but it, it was very close. So props to, I don't remember who the writer was for that episode, but props to you for making us think that you weren't going to do it and then doing yeah. it. That was, that was good. That was good. Can we talk um, about the line, I think you need a doctor? Oh my God. Like, <laughs> this season has had some very cheesy moments. I need to be naked. But that was definitely like, and I think sometimes it does it intentionally, but that was definitely one of those moments where it was very cheesy and I don't think they meant for it to be. Uh-huh. Honest trailers, honest trailers made a joke about that of like, it's like a Spanish, um, like a Spanish soap Spanish, opera, Spanish yeah. soap opera. <laughs> so true. Uh, that line sounds like it came from a Spanish soap opera. I'm very sorry if I think you need a doctor is your favorite Doctor Who line. <laughs> well, those who ship the Doctor and Rose, it's probably yeah. I doubt it because they really just ship them with David Tennant. Oh, I, I ship, I ship it, I ship Rose with Eccleston. I do Not too. Really. I really do. Well, really, I don't know. You know, well, in a way, I do think uh-huh. like they they have a chemistry that. I don't think you quite see with like D- Tina and Rose have a very different chemistry and mm-hmm. I don't think it's quite the same. Right. Well, um, let's not get into that too much. Cause that is more spoiler. That is spoilers. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, Good going. But yeah. It's, it's, it's a very different chemistry with them. Um, mm. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's one of the things that definitely makes me miss as, as much as I love David Tennant. I, I, I do. There are moments when I miss um, Eccleston. Mm. Okay, um, that's all the notes I have before we get into back into the TARDIS after the Bad Wolf moment. And I kind of want to give that its own section because it's a regeneration scene. So okay, do, you yeah. have any, do you have any th- other notes pr- prior to when they get back into the TARDIS? Yeah, my last note was um, I just really loved Jackie pulling up in that big truck. I don't really have anything interesting to say about that, but I just thought it was very funny. Right, right. Um, you know, it is very funny just her pulling up that big old tow truck. Also, a great episode for anyone who ships Jack with the Doctor. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, right. And then immediately a very disappointing episode for all those people because then he goes and kisses Rose. But <laughs> <laughs> well, he kisses Rose first, and then the Doctor. Oh, does he? Yeah. Well, you know. All you Jack Doctor shippers, you have to watch and see. Yep. And be disappointed. I'm sorry. (laughs) And we've talked about this before in the past. You and I have talked about it. We both think, like, we both think each particular doctor has a certain sexuality. In a in a way, I think it's it's Mm -hmm. hard to say because, like, the 
the the writers haven't really confirmed one way or the other, but there are definitely doctors like you know. That's that seems like. I mean, I don't mean to take it into stereotypes and everything. Yeah. E- Eccleston like reads to me as maybe a little more like bisexual or pansexual, yeah. whereas like yeah. you know Matt Smith maybe maybe a little more asexual. But like uh-huh. I, you know, I don't. I, yeah, I'm I'm with you there. I don't want to like you know just assume based off of. Um, mm-hmm like small moments but i think i think each you know each doctor does seem to like be a little bit different in regards to mm. their sexuality um right okay so, um, enough enough with that <laughs> yeah <laughs> i really know what i, I don't want to get too much into that i don't want to offend anyone yeah um so that's all you have prior tardis regeneration moments uh yeah that's what i've got okay except jack is jack's alive he's back jack is alive (laughs) yeah uh okay so a couple things uh first off when rose is waking up um and when the doctor just looks at his hand like you see rose in the background still talking but then the camera kind of i can't oh gosh i'm not a filmmaker so i don't know the technicalities of what it's called where the camera kind of alters its focus the focusing yeah. alters from billy piper onto eccleson yeah and like you and then he gets this gloom look on his face and then the camera pans down to his hand and you see the bits of regeneration starting to show Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're not filmmakers, so we don't really talk about the cinematography of this show very often. But yeah, I do to the best of my abilities because I have shot and filmed some short films. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, right. <laughs> we're not getting into that. Right, we're not like pro filmmakers, I guess. It's, no. Um, I, yeah, I thought that was a very good shot. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I would like to be a filmmaker, like more as a side project, really. Like just more like short films for me personally. Right, yeah. Just things I would like to do. You don't want to go make a blockbuster, but no. And like I have I have ideas and everything and I would like help make the ideas happen, but I don't want to be the director for that. Now, yeah. now I would like to direct something on stage. I'm more of a stage guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm more of a stage actor than I am a fit a film actor there's just there's there's a difference i don't know what it is sorry we're we're getting into acting not dr and you know what guys just tell us in the comments if you actually like these tangents or not you know what no i don't care we're gonna keep going on our tangents (laughs) okay whether you like it or not (laughs) okay listen disregard what i said no i mean like i get it if you know, I get it if, like, going on weird tangents isn't your thing. Um, I'm sure there are other shows that, like, keep things a lot tighter. But this is just how our brains work. We just, exactly. like, both of, both of us just, like, our brains just operate in that way. Where, like, you know, mm. think of one thing and then it connects to another thing. and Right. We'll get back to it eventually. We always yeah. kind of bring <laughs> it back around. But. We do. Um, <laughs> and then just some... I love what the doctor's final finals were final words are in this. 
you were absolute rose, Tyler. I just wanted to tell you, you were you were fantastic, absolutely fantastic. And you know what? So was I. <laughs> yeah, I think we've talked about in the past, like you know, there are moments where Nine uses the word fantastic and it doesn't quite seem to fit. But in that moment, in those lines, like it mm-hmm. was, it was the perfect word. Like it was it exactly. Was. Is exactly the right word to capture that feeling. It definitely was. Yeah, a and, great line and great, just like great. Mm-hmm. Again, we we talk about Eccleston's acting a lot, but again, a great moment of acting from him. Mm-hmm. Um, um, like it that that's kind of a. I feel like that's a little bit of a difficult line to deliver and make it feel genuine. Um, and he does it very well. Mm-hmm. Um, also, no, sorry. That's a spoiler note. (laughs) Oh yeah. That's all I've got now is just spoiler notes, except for the fact that this is the first regeneration of Dr. Who of new, new, new. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get into spoilers. Spoiler warning. Mm, You want to go again? No, I regenerated. I regenerated. (laughs) (laughs) and Your voice just got way worse. (laughs) Gee, thanks. No. <laughs> um, okay, my first. Sorry, I don't mean to voice voice shame. What? I don't mean to voice shame. <laughs> um, my first spoiler note is what I was talking talking about a little bit earlier is Rose Rose being sent home. It hmm. happens again in the time of the Doctor, where Matt sends Clara home twice because she's stubborn. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Clara. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, I thought it was very, very well done here. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's definitely not the last time we see it. I feel like, does it happen again? I feel like it happens one other time, maybe. No. Or am I crazy? You're crazy. Well, that's beside the point. <laughs> oh, no, it does happen. And the timeless children. Oh, uh, Yeah. Let's not talk about that right now. <laughs> hey, um, you, you were asking when it happened. <laughs> yeah. It's your fault this, this is, time, Kendall. You're right. Okay, uh, yeah. Okay, the Delta wave. We'll kill humans, Daleks, by your hand, blah, blah, blah. It's such a great parallel to uh, the day of the doctor. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering... I'm wondering if like, because obviously Davies came up with like the time war and, you know, the fact that the doctor like ends the time war and and kills both the time lords and the doctors. I wonder if what he had in mind was something like akin to the Delta wave, you know, was it, was it like what, in his mind, was it like what we saw in the 50th special, you know, like. It's possible because in the time, in the end of time where the time lords return mm-hmm. like when in part two of the end of time where the time lords return um they're talking about the doctor and they mention the moment okay in that episode they're like what of the doctor he still possesses the moment hmm. so like there's a hint towards what it is yeah um so, I mean, 
and Davies, that was Davies last episode too. So, right. I don't know. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, it would have had to have been something like, I guess it would have had to have been something like the Delta Wave where, in a way, it was inevitable that whatever it was would kill both the Time Lords or or the Daleks, or both the Time Lords and the Daleks, because otherwise, you know, if the Doctor at the time had seen any way around it, he would have done something differently. Well, he technically did. So, nope. <laughs> well, yeah, later. Wibbly like, wobbly, timey wimey. Right, you know, but that that version of the Doctor at that moment in time, you know, really saw no other way around it. So it had to have been something similar to what we right. see here. You know, something that's like going to not just destroy one or the other; it's going to destroy both. Um, right. <clears throat> in a way that's like going to be inescapable. Mm-hmm. Or so we think. Right. And I've only really got one more spoiler note. Okay. I, I, I kind of want to save it for last, so I'm going to let you finish up with yours. Okay. Um, one note I had, it wasn't really a spoiler for um, Doctor Who, but it was. I guess it's a spoiler for um, Avengers Endgame. Um, Dude, we've already talked about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, they know Tony's dead now. <laughs> Did we say that? Okay, well, this is another spoiler then, I guess. Um, <laughs> but when... Um, oh, there was a moment where... Um, we made it. I wanted... Trip. Yeah, I, wa- I wanted I wanted the um, Dalek Emperor when, when Rose emerges from the TARDIS, you know. It, it, was, beca- it was because... It was because of the, the, them turning to dust. Yeah, when she like basically turns, starts turning the Daleks to dust. I wonder, and I made the reference, "Darn it, Thanos!" I'm like, "No, wait, yeah. that's more of an Iron Man moment." Right. Um, yeah, and uh, I, I wanted the Dalek Emperor to be like, "I am inevitable," and Rose to be like, "And I am Bad Wolf." <laughs> I thought it would have been very good. Yeah. Um, also, the other thing I was gonna say was like, this is. We talked about this as like the the sort of least built up uh, regeneration, but it was also kind of the least dramatic regeneration of New Who. It's um, true because it's true. like with with Tenet, we see like basically the entire TARDIS explodes, um, and same with Capaldi. Matt- In a way, the TARDIS doesn't explode until Jody comes. But yeah. and Matt Matt Smith basically spends like the entire episode regenerating. Um, <laughs> so like in comparison, this one and Peter Capaldi and Capaldi, yeah, spends the entire episode so, regenerating. So in, in comparison, this episode feels like a lot, um, uh, just a lot less dramatic. I don't really know how else to it, say it. But. Yeah, no, I understand. Like, there's a way of like uh, just regenerate already. But then yeah. also when you see this, it's just like that came out of nowhere. Like I feel like there's there needs to be a mutual ground. Yeah, there's a balance somewhere that I don't think Doctor Who has quite struck as far as regenerations go. I don't think, you know, the Doctor needs to spend an entire episode regenerating, but mm-hmm. this one was very quick. Just mm-hmm. and it, it may just be in contrast. Like I don't know how mm-hmm. it would have felt for the people watching originally, but I'm, I'm sure it probably, well, they did. did very they did too. know it was going to happen because yeah. it had already been announced beforehand that David Tennant would be replacing him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's all I've got. 
Okay, my biggest spoil, my spoil, my last spoiler note, and it's not really a spoiler. It's just going to be getting into more of my personal history with Doctor Who. But I started Doctor Who with series five, so it's just going to get a little wibbly wobbly. Mm-hmm. Um, going like you know, we both started off with Matt Smith as our doctors. Though he was both our first doctor. Mm-hmm. And um, like for and like I eventually went back and rewatched Doctor Who, like watched the earlier episodes of New Who, like with Eccleston, Tennant, and then continue on with Capaldi and Whitaker. Right. But this, for some reason, this time going into it, I think it's because I'm going into it with someone else. It feels a lot more personal than it has previously. Yeah, and I think, in a way, part of that is probably just because, like, and I felt the same way, you know, I I didn't feel Mm -hmm. that much of a connection to this season the first time I watched it, but I think, like, I'm so, I've watched so much Doctor Who now and, like, rewatched and rewatched, and I'm so familiar with it, like, I, I think that just, like, being so familiar with it now at this point, it, it makes it feel a lot more personal. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe it's just because the Timeless Children was just so bad that we're literally grasping for anything else. I'm grasping for anything. <laughs> anything that feels like the real Doctor. <laughs> anything that, like, any any decisions the Doctor would make that feel like things right. the Doctor would actually do, you know? Right. <laughs> uh, okay, well, that's all I have, and that's all you have. So, next time... We will not be doing the Christmas Invasion, the first Christmas special of Doctor Who. Next time, we are going to do a series overview, review just like the series as a whole, and rank every episode in the series of like from our least favorite to our favorite of the series. Yes. So join us next time. Bye. Get get out of here. New teeth. Go That's on. weird. Go on out. Get on out now. Barcelona. Barcelona. <laughs>